Hey there, Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. And something I wanted to let you know about is a brand new podcast, a podcast that I was lucky enough to be guest number one. It is called Resilient Real Estate Investing. Do me a favor, go check it out. Just in the last couple of weeks, not only has my episode aired, but you heard from a syndicator who spent eight years in prison. You've heard from a movie theater operator who has had their side hustle produce 20 properties. Future episodes will record around the Roofstock's head coach, a college student evaluating properties, and of course, an army recruiter who discovered private money. Again, do me a favor, check out Resilient Real Estate Investing. On with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. And uh, we are looking at some very short clips with some very interesting vocabulary. Mr. Millennial Mike has gone out and found one about infinite money. Uh, this is going to be a very interesting one to talk about. Yeah, the Fed sat down, or someone from the Fed, whose name I could not find, no matter how much I Googled it, uh, and I wasn't willing to sign up for Paramount Plus to watch the full interview, um, but the, the Fed sat down with Scott Pelley with 60 Minutes. Now, this was back in 2020 when COVID was first kicking off and people were concerned about the economic state of things. Then the Fed sent somebody to go uh, calm the nerves of investors and regular people, and so I want to see if you think what they say is actually calming. To the person who is about to grab their car keys and go to the ATM and take out $3,000, you say what? You don't need to. Your ATM is safe. Your banks are safe. There's enough cash in the financial system, and there is an infinite amount of cash at the Federal Reserve. An infinite, an infinite, an infinite. An infinite amount of cash at the Federal Reserve. All right, Mike, uh, what do you think? So, so first off, I believe that's Neil Kashkari. Okay, well, you he's know, the, at least. <laughs> yeah, he's the Fed president of, um, I want to say Chicago, but I could be wrong. Anyways, I think that is Neil Kashkari. I'm about 95% certain. So he's a Fed president. He's a big swing in, you know what. Uh, so a couple of things. Um, this was 2020, right? Yes, 2020. So I would argue um, he proved it. They, they basically manufactured $8 trillion. Now, it's not right. infinite. Right. The word infinite, I disagree with. I mean, because that's just that just mathematically hurts my head and would de it would be a problem. But for mo for all intents and purposes, eight trillion dollars, that seems pretty infinite to most of us. Yeah. Stimulus ballers, you got your checks, you got your stimmy checks, you know, PPP loans, rent forgiveness. You know, the Fed proved it as far as I'm concerned. I think he's right. I think the Fed. Four trillion dollars <laughs> in the span of like nine months. I think he did exactly what he said he was going to do, or they said they were going to do. And while I do argue with the word infinite, because uh, there is a cap, I you know it's clearly more than four trillion, clearly more than eight trillion. I don't like the word infinite, but I think what he was trying to do was calm people's nerves about go basically doing a bank run on ATMs. So I think he used it because I don't think most people realize that. You know, but again, I, I think he did exactly what he said they were going to do and manufactured, you know, with the push of a button, $8 trillion and sent everybody money and sent money again and sent money again and sent money again. And now where we are, where we are. And remember, I did a video on the day two of the pandemic saying inflation is coming. Get ready. So, uh, yeah, I saw this coming. So uh, this is very predictable. And again, I believe that's Neil Kashkari, Fed president, I think of Chicago. I could be wrong. So one follow-up question, uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, 
tropes or quips out there that people say you know people like to talk about oh we could just go back to the gold standard well it's probably not going to happen another one that i see all the time i've even seen in your comment section i think from uh from our friend mark m uh is the end the fed what do you think about ending is it even possible how could it happen so i see that a lot and i think um i'm drawing a blank on his name there's a guy that says in um why am i drawing a blank george on gammon gammon thank you yeah uh, he has in, in the Fed on his hat. And I watch some of George stuff. I, li I, I like 70% of what he has to say. And I love how he teaches. I think he does a really good job. Uh, but in the Fed is a cute statement. Uh, but let's go back to 2020 and just ask you a question. So it's, it's January of 2020. Nothing really much is going on. The economy is slowing down. We're probably headed to a, biz a normal business cycle recession. In an environment like that, the Fed's not, the Fed doesn't, I mean, the Fed, the Fed's not there, it doesn't really matter. Mm. But then we have this once in a lifetime event where we shut the economy down, people stop going to work, nobody's going to restaurants, all of this stuff. If we didn't have the Fed as the buyer of last resort, we could have gone back into the dark ages. The fact that the Fed was the buyer of last resort, now, they stayed around too long. They did too much. They did all of those things. But I want to ask you, April, May, June, July, August 2020, if the Fed wasn't there as the buyer of last resorts, I don't even want to imagine what would have happened. So I would agree that the Fed 90, 95% of the time is not needed, but they perform a vital and misunderstood function in our economy as the buyer of last resort when all hell breaks loose. If they weren't there, I mean, I mean, society could have broken down. I mean, literally it could have broken down. I mean, just think it could have broken down. People didn't have money. People were going to jobs. Unemployment went up like 10 million jobs in a month. It society could have broken down without the fed. So I do believe that the Fed does too much. I believe they try to tinker. I believe they look for perfection, blah, blah, blah. You will not hear me say in the Fed because there is that 5%, three standard deviation moves that if we didn't have them, the, the entire world today could have been different if the Fed and central banks weren't there. So I, uh, I think that's misguided. I think they preserve a, a buyer of last resort and we would be fundamentally different without them. So and I don't think better. I think much worse. I mean, that's the next question. Some people might say, well, Michael, if the Fed wasn't there, it, we'd be better off. I would argue that's probably not true. So that's my thought. I understand the point that you make, and I, I agree with it. But I also understand the counter argument that people would make, which is that ultimately, even though the Fed isn't technically a government institution, government interference is one of the leading causes of why people weren't going to restaurants and why the economy was slowing down. And because of all that government interference, we used other government-esque, the Fed interference to try to mediate or mitigate that situation. And so I think the detractor would say, well, if the government hadn't screwed things up in the first place, the Fed wouldn't have had to step in and save the day. Those are, that's counter, that's counterfactual, right? You're, you're that's, that's not an argument that I would tolerate. The Fed, the Fed was there to, bail out the financial system. They're not making CDC calls or mass calls right. or this right. or that. That's not their function. And they they were nowhere around that. 
other organizations made stupid calls, which if the Fed wasn't there, we could be, we could, societies, we know it could have ended. That's not the Fed's fault. That's not okay. That's not fair, in my opinion. Well, uh, an interesting topic. I've uh, been meaning to ask you about the ending the Fed comments yeah. before and just it popped into my head as we were watching this one so even though sometimes they are the big boogeyman that seems to be ruining our investing hopes and aspirations they do play a critical role at certain times mike we got one more video to react to uh you excited for it absolutely i love this <laughs> 